it's time to process that shit. Hello, everyone, and um, happy Wednesday. I'm coming to you from a Wednesday. That's what a that's what today is. <laughs> um, so hey, what's going on? I kind of felt compelled to record today, and mainly because um, so. One of my like typical week mornings, you know, um, I work from home. I work for a digital marketing company, so um, I uh, have tasks to do, but I designate those tasks, you know, like based on, you know, the hours of the day and, you know, when I get to do what. So there's a slight scheduling here, but it's also slight flexibility there too. Um, anyhow, uh, I like to start out my mornings with um, a little yoga with Adrian. Guys, if you don't know who that bitch is, let me, allow me, allow me to put you on, okay? Yoga with Adrian is phenomenal, okay? I used to like yoga back in uh, community college and I took an elective for it, an elective, uh, and uh, it was fantastical. That's all I could remember from it for sure. Um, but some of the practices or some of the things that we did in that class definitely did stay with me as um, just like things in the back of my mind that, you know, I never really exercised or used, but I knew how to do and that my body secretly kind of wanted to do it again. Um, so I think one day I, it was in the midst of, you know, the last couple of months feeling really anxious and, um, <clears throat> you know, getting, I was kind of getting to that point where I was experiencing so much anxiety that it just started to spiral me down this rabbit hole um, to eventually, obviously, um, come to the realization that I could also worry about the past, too. And then what is that, my friends? Yes, that's depression. <laughs> so it was, you know, hitting me hard a couple, a couple, uh, between, you know, these couple months. Um but uh, what I found, I found a little bit of a solace in a slight schedule. Um, I always, <laughs> this the schedule of doing like yoga in the morning, you know, obviously like that's something that I really like to do and it, I can, I can get, a, I can grasp that schedule, you know what I'm saying? But there's sometimes, you know, talking to the pressure that we spoke about last time, was that I, you know, started to feel really pressured to, you know, complete this. Like it became more of a task. It became more of a thing to jot off the list. It became another mundane thing that I already usually do. And I'm not complaining about it whatsoever. I am very grateful. I am very grateful for where I am in this life and that I'm able to do these things um, because not many people can. So I, I am aware and I understand that. But... And that's a big butt. <laughs> um, it is sometimes, it's, it gets a little difficult up there in the brain. So um, that's usually when I step back and give myself like a break from, you know, scheduling, from, you know, what I'm going to do next and planning out ahead. I have to have this nice, happy medium where I can plan, but I can also let it be. And that's usually where I am. I usually kind of bounce around there. But a lot of times, you know, one one direction can actually loop me around to the other direction. It's like a giant circle with the, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyhow, yoga with Adrian. We're getting back to the point. I am so sorry. Uh, um she's she's amazing. Definitely go look her up. She has a YouTube channel. She has her own uh, website. Um 
I'm not going to say the website because I'm not really sure exactly what it is. And I don't want to give anyone false information, but definitely check her out. Yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. She only has one N in her name if you're, a, if you're questioning. Uh, <laughs> but um, she's definitely been very beneficial for, you know, my mental health and, you know, taking care of myself and what I need. Um, followed by meditation. Now, I used to do meditation back in that, um, you know, yoga class I took in a community college. And uh, like I said before, like there's a lot of things that followed me from that class. And I was definitely like, you know, I absorbed a lot of it. I was into it completely. Um, and then when it stopped, because like we did this, this was like a, a, a class we met twice a week. So, you know, we're talking twice a week for whatever semester length is. I'm assuming that's like four months, something like that. Um, so it was a lot of repetition. So by the end, you know, all of us were definitely in this different state of mind. We are a little bit more calmer individuals. Like we just kind of meshed better with uh, people in the class, but also like in our relationships around us. Um, but of course your girl didn't, you know, take notice and how I was feeling and, you know, where I, I mentally was at that moment in time. So I never really, it never really occurred to me that, oh, hey, this, this, this is, this works for me and my mental health and this helps calm my anxiety and spiraling thoughts. <laughs> but okay, <laughs> you know, kick myself for that, but that's, it's fine. At least I came to the conclusion now, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, yeah, I was, you know, doing that as well. So um, if there's one thing that I could tell you today is that if you haven't tried yoga and meditation, uh, definitely give it a go if it's if it's something that you've always you know we're kind of curious about. You don't have to go into the whole you know rabbit hole of yoga where they start you know talking about different practices and everything. Um, you know you can only, you can stay light and and remain light. Uh, and what that means is that uh, you don't uh, you don't have to go deep deep down and learn all of the all of the moves and flows by their uh, traditional names or you know, what it, what chakras mean. You, know, you don't have to know any of that. You could just be at that light level, that first level, and still get a lot from it, still absorb a lot from it. Um, because the difference here is that no one's, for the people that I've met, including Yoga with Adrian, is, is that no one's pushing this this practice, this, this, what they, what they believe on you. It's very optional. And I, I think I love that because growing up, I always saw people pushing their religion on other people, you know, but that's another story. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah. So happy, happy Wednesday. We're, we're here. I'm hanging out. I did want to address something. Um, a friend of mine started listening to my podcast. Like I said before, this is still a pretty baby podcast. Not a lot of listeners. I haven't really shared it to a lot of people. So it's kind of just existing in the universe right now. <clears throat> and, uh, basically I have this thing and I'm hoping it, you will probably obviously noticed, but I just want to tell you that I notice it too, and that I know that I do this, and that I apologize for it if, you know, someone finds it annoying. Listen, it is what it is. I am who I am. If you don't like it, there's other podcasts. There's a lot of podcasts out there that I'm sure will, you know, work into what you want out of a podcast. So nice to meet you and see you later, you know?
But basically, uh, I have a lot of tangents. Um, it takes me a while to get to the point. Um, but it's mainly because I have so many uh, branching, connective thoughts to those things that I definitely need to process through and work through in order to get to the conclusion so that it makes sense to me, but it also makes sense to you in a in a deeper way. So just have a little patience with me. That's all I'm asking. Please. Um, and I, I will... I will be very appreciative of that. So yes, yes. So today we're going to be talking about something that literally came to my brain. Like, you know, 20 minutes ago when I was uh, meditating for a little bit. Um, and by the way, <clears throat> meditating isn't, isn't scary. Okay. Um, I've, I know a lot of people who meditate in their own way and it works for them. Um, if that means, you know, praying in your mind because you're able to do that because you're superhuman, go for it. Like, fuck. <laughs> people like that impress the shit out of me. Uh, if you can do that, cool. But if you can't, like like me, um, who I get very sidetracked, my mind wanders, it's called, you know, being a human being and worrying about a lot of things at one time, but also being, actually, this is also, this is being called anxious to a T. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's really hard for me to get focused and centered and, and just, you know, stop the thoughts from running around in my mind. Very similar to the SpongeBob episode, where like all the little SpongeBobs are like burning up the office because they couldn't find the one anyway here this is exactly what i mean um i get off in tangent so please have patience with me i am so sorry this is so so new but so fun um yeah but um this idea that that came to me while i was uh meditating was um another lesson that i learned during the last year and starting therapy and taking care of myself and giving myself time and patience and love and acceptance and, um, you know, thir like understanding, like all of this stuff. Um, also, you know, deepening my relationship with marijuana, like, and, and, and opening my mind to other medicinal properties of other things, like the list goes on. Okay. But one of the lessons that I learned as a combination of all of those things, um, because that's why we're here, is that hurting other people is absolutely inevitable. Um, mainly, like, if I'm talking, I think I'm speaking to the empaths here. Um, I'm an empath. I'm a huge empath to the point where I will put me behind. I will put me at the back of the bus so that everyone else gets a better seat. You know what I'm saying? Like I take care of other people before I assess myself. And um, as you all may know, or may not know, uh, if you do that repeatedly, you know, over time and, you know, for, for years, over time, you just kind of it becomes almost first nature to not care about yourself um, that way that enough that it's very difficult to rewire that in your brain um you, you you'll get it like our brains are super good at just bouncing back and being resilient sometimes <laughs> but it'll take longer and i i promise you by the time you think about it there's gonna be a moment where you're like oh why didn't i think about this why didn't i take care take better care of myself why didn't why didn't i you know put myself forward before everyone else this is ridiculous hey listen before we get there 
We're going to get here. And by here, I mean now you know. Or if you don't know, now you know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) All I'm saying is that it's valuable to know. So if you didn't know, noise. If you didn't know, noise. Moving on. Um, uh, Personally, for a long time, I had this idea that um, being the bestest friend that I could be to people or, you know, being the, I don't know, the spitting image of what my parents wanted me to be was like front seat to my life. So basically... My car, I'm not even driving my car. There's two people in the front seats who are don't know how, how to drive a car nor have license, and they're also monkeys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't in control at all of me. And um, you combine that with, you know, uh, the sense of feeling like I'm never enough, you know, whether in, in all avenues, like the relationships that I had growing up, um, you know, self-doubt, uh, self-image problems, not being happy with what I looked like, wanting to look like somebody else, you know, and then and then t- oh, throw in falling for the wrong dudes. <laughs> you got a cocktail for destruction, bro. It is, it is biggity bad. Like, oof. Mm. So, you know, all those things on top. I it was very difficult for me to know that it's completely normal to go and move about your life free freely um, make decisions for yourself but inevitably also hurt some people along the way because you're on a bigger road or not a bigger road but you're on a different journey and that journey is honoring yourself because you've neglected yourself for so long Um, I'm not saying like, you know, I'm making this selfish decision and it's going to hurt you, but I'm doing it anyway. And like a malicious way, I'm talking about like, Hey, I know it's going to hurt you that I'm going to do this right now, but in the long run, I really know it'll, it'll, it'll work. I am going to be in the front seat. Like, I know that this is going to help me take control of my life and I'm sorry. I wish this could, you know, be different. And I wish that, you know, I could do all these things that I once done for you willingly. You know, I still want to, but you know what I'm saying? I was trying to paint you a picture and maybe like morphing that into like maybe a romantic relationship style. I don't know. But uh, there's a big difference. That's all I'm saying between like maliciously doing it and doing it out of like self-care towards your neglected self. Um... So that's that's what I mean. Um, but I, for a long time, could not, you know, understand that idea for what it was. I kind of looked at it and I was like, "But there's still the words, the word hurt still in there. If I hurt somebody, yeah, it's gonna be by it. I'm gonna feel real bad about it. So I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna do that." <laughs> Chuck's the idea, you know what I'm saying? Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Got way too many voices up there, but <clears throat> they're all good ones. Good ones. They're me. They're me. They're me. Don't worry. They're all me, baby. Um, but yeah, so then when the act of, you know, intentionally or in most cases for empaths, unintentionally, right, growing up and have forming relationships and, you know, maybe a um, 
action of yours that was met with great intention was actually hurtful for the other person. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that was another thing that I was like, I don't want to deal with that either. I don't want to hurt anybody. I want to be a good friend. I want to be a good girlfriend. I want to be a good daughter. I want to be all good. But also, that doesn't make me good. <laughs> I want to be everybody's favorite or everybody's person that they can come to and talk to and, and you know, whatever. I wanted to be, I guess that the root of it is also needed. I wanted to be needed in a way, but I also didn't want to fail somebody if I was needed. Like every chance, every opportunity that I got to prove to someone that I am a good friend, like I, I sunk onto that and I, and I did, I did it. Um, friend, you know, girlfriend, like every, every hat that I wore basically, this is not limited. Um, for you, it could be limited. For you, also could not be limited. If this is more sounding like what what's going on with you, what you went to through, or what you're going through now, um, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a little rough because I know it's you're it's you're not a fan of hurting people. You have really good intentions. You just want everyone to sit around a fire and sing kumbaya for the rest of the days. Like you're just that. <laughs> um, but the, the unfortunate part of that is that you, the, you're going to meet so many people in your life, you know, that mesh well, that don't mesh well, that are toxic, that are not toxic, that are meant to be in your life, not meant to be in your life. That is inevitable. That's the thing that is going to happen. So stop pretending like it's not, okay? The fact that that's happening is opens the door to also inevitably hurting people. It's like just part of life. And I'm not talking physically. I'm talking about emotionally. Like you didn't mean to hurt somebody or you did hurt them, you know. Um, yeah, it's going to happen. Whether we know it or not. I know a lot of people who struggle with this and it becomes, uh, an obsession. Um, but that obsession also roots in a way where it's like, you do, you feel that way so much that you find yourself often without a friend or, you know, without, um, that other side, that other yang to your yang kind of thing. Like you don't have, it's like a weird, I hope that makes sense. I have a I have a friend who's who's in that moment right now, but <clears throat> they're currently working on themselves. So kudos to them. That circle is gonna get wider. Okay. So <clears throat> an example of this could be a friend. Um, I'll use so uh, an example also would be you know your family relationships you have with your family. So, um, uh, like I was saying before, there, there was a pressure to be the good child, the one that didn't get in trouble, the one that didn't make them f feel embarrassed, you know, like the one that just did everything the opposite and made the struggle worth it. Like I didn't want to give my parents more strife. So I would made it my duty to to be 
good and be great at being good, you know, academically, um, mainly academically. Next to being academically, um, especially after school, after, you know, high school and, and now we're starting that college journey, um, a lot of the time uh, I did do, you know, some things that I that I wanted to and that I enjoyed, but um, I always felt extremely guilty about them because, you know, my parents wouldn't approve or, you know, they it would ruin what they thought so highly of me and it would break their hearts if they knew the truth about who I was and what I've went through and, you know, like I just didn't want to hurt them in that kind of way. So I really rarely went against them. I usually, I found a lot of reason to understand and side with them instead of, you know, understanding their side, but also placing a stake in my own. Um, Because there's a difference here, like um, completely being, you know, um, dismissing someone else's perspective. Um, I mean, you don't have to agree with it. Just understand where they're coming from, but you can stay firmly on your own. This is all the this equal, respectable level of you know relationships and the communication that we have within them. But quite often, it's because of our own assumptions that it doesn't allow us to you know communicate so normally and you know you know be able to have these discussions. So that was where I kind of was with my parents. Um, a lot of the times, a lot of the things, I always kind of ran it past them. I made sure that they would approve of them. And um, although it's nice to have approval, it's gratifying. Um, it's nice to know that people are proud of you for what you're doing and that, you know, you have a support system, even if it's slightly, you know, false because they don't really know entirely who you are. Um, And I'm not saying they have to know entirely. Or like your business is your business. If you'd like to have your family in on it, that's up to you. But if you don't, like that's also, that's also an option. It's not like it's not. Um, But, oh, hello, Pancho. Pancho came to join us, everyone. Hi. Which is my 18-year-old cat who's excessively needy. So making decisions um, based on what I wanted to do, of course, you know, growing up was never really in my hands. It was kind of like it is kind of in my hands, but as long as it's approved, you know, so I wouldn't make decisions, which I would be great to have in my hands, but I know wouldn't be approved if that's, you know, Um, and a big lesson, I mean, it's crazy how a year ago I this is the beginning of a journey in which I came to these conclusions and understood these lessons that I'm like oh my god if I would have known that back then like my I just I feel like things would just turn out way differently and 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 I'm right yes they would turn out differently but they I wouldn't you wouldn't be you if you didn't go through the things that you went through no matter if there were negative or positive experiences you know you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't know the people that you know and helping the people that you help without, you know, you judging through the trenches, you know. Anywho, sorry, tangent. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we, we get to college and um, 
there's a slight freedom here, but not so much. Um, it was when I went away to college that instead of now I am free to do what I want and you know have decisions, it became another realm where now, okay, so now you're feel you're, you got to feel her out, feel her out for. Okay, so now you have a taste, a taste of being on your own and making your own decisions and not having to answer to anyone and approve, run run anything by anyone for approval. Like you don't need that. However that sense of, of duty that you've been doing for so long in regards to that tends to kind of come out in other relationships, you know, especially like new relationships. So, you know, being away at college and forming these new relationships, literally the first person I could, you know, put my eye on, that's exactly what happened. And it wasn't now, it wasn't approval. It was now like, okay, well, it's not approval, but now it's worth I have to somewhat prove my worth um, and that I'm an asset. And same thing, like the approval enough that I'm an asset, that I'm making good decisions and that I'm a you know, good daughter now. Now we're transitioning into, am I a good friend? And if, if, if I'm doing enough to be a good friend. Um, so that's, that's not a fun road to go down because it starts to stretch you out very thin. Um, especially if you're so worried about everybody else's feelings and not your own, you know what I'm saying? Um, you don't draw any boundaries. You don't draw on, you know, you know, make a differentiation against what you want and other people want and that it's okay that other people want something different than you do. And it's okay if that you want something different than other people do, like whatever. And, uh, to be honest, it did definitely happen. Uh, and it unfolded that way with one of my friendships that I created. Um, and to this day, like, I do feel like, you know, for a while I kind of pinned that friend as um, somewhat of an enemy to me because, well, because she, you know, definitely needed, she, you know, I I tend to attract people who need to work on themselves and, um, I, I tend to kind of gravitate towards those people too, because I want to work on them with them. You know what I'm saying? When really everybody's on their own journey and this is something that they have to do by themselves, whether they want to great. If they don't want to, well, that's, that's them. That's not your responsibility, but I kind of made it my responsibility. <laughs> um, so there was like a friendship there. Um, let's not forget everybody. Uh, my first real ever romantic relationship also incorporated this idea of not being a good enough girlfriend and doing what I can to uh, keep things kumbaya, to keep everyone happy, to put everybody else's needs in front of mine because, you know, mine were backseat. It was that it's enough to put a person over the edge because they've been doing this for so long that the possibility of doing it for themselves isn't even a possibility within their own minds anymore. It's a possibility when somebody else speaks it into them, not, not their own. Like they have so many things going on in their brain that they just, even if they had that thought, it's just too cluttered. It's too many people in a room. You don't really know where that one person is because there's just thousands of them, you know, a C. Mm, coffee. Today I'm trying this um, mushroom powder 
has like seven different types of mushrooms in it and my coffee. It's supposed to be good for sustainable energy. And um, your girl sometimes needs a little energy, a little, a little boost to get me going because sometimes, you know me, I go, I work on stoner time, guys. What's stoner time? I'll tell you. Stoner time is your own time. Time doesn't have numbers. It's just the day. Okay, so if you have a to-do list, all right, we're taking it step by step. This is why I'm always late to everything. Listen, I used to be I used to be embarrassed by that fact, but I'm not anymore. Why? I'll tell you why. Because it's who I am. <laughs> I'm never like hours late. No, no, no. Just you know, always a couple minutes late. Anywho. So we combine that relational all the, the three branches here, like my family relationships and, and my friendships and my um, romantic relationships, uh, it all just kind of starts weighing down on the individual because now it really took that last, honestly, it really took, yeah, it took the, the friend from college to, to kind of break the camel's back on this one, at least Actually, no. The that that friend was she was the crack in my in my dam. You know what I'm saying? She was enough that finally broke that cement. Um, but now, it's like a matter of time that that dam just explodes, and that's that's what happened. Um, it exploded a year ago, and my time with that roommate was three years ago. So. Yeah, it's it wasn't a quick time at all. It wasn't even a quick realization at all. It just happened. Um, so it you know that made that in itself makes my relationships a lot harder because um, I've struggled so much with proving myself worthy that I still find myself doing things to prove myself worthy. And it's good that, you know, sometimes I still do it, but I always check with myself. I check the intention behind it. Am I doing it because I want to seem like I'm the best, you know, blank? Or I'm worthy of blank, you know? Am I doing it because I'm getting this gratification out of it? Or am I doing it because I simply want to? And I want to show someone that they're loved. I want to do this thing because I am a good friend. And I like being a good friend. And I love loving my friends. Or I love loving my family. I love loving my significant other. That's where you have to check with yourself. The intention behind what exactly is going on here. And um, I've definitely, you know... Uh, over time, you can learn how to do this. You can learn how to at least put up some coast guards <laughs> or some border guards, you know, to before that thought enters the mainstream where it can trigger so much, you can check it at a checkpoint. Hey, sir, what's in that car? No, nothing, just an idea or two. Oh, yeah? All right, let me, let me, can I expect the, the car? Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, okay. So you want to go buy this thing for someone. Okay. Um, why? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I think you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm painting a picture, but you know what I mean. Um, checking with yourself, making sure that your intentions are what they are supposed to be, not what they're not supposed to be. Okay. Um, 
so there, that was one thing that was tackled, okay, with this, you know, inevitable cycle of relationships, okay? Um, but the second part was that, okay, now I know how to put myself first. I know what's important to me. You know, I, I now know, you know, my motives and my intentions, but what if, even if I know those things and I do everything correct, I still hurt somebody in the process? Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and this is, this was where I was also at, you know, recently too. Like it, it, it is something that I'm currently working on and learning from because I'm now, I, I transitioned from, you know, wondering what my worth was and if it's valuable to anybody and if, you know, this, I have to do A, A, B, and C to in order to prove my worth or else, you know, I'm trash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to understanding that, no, I can do what I want and I am in, you know, in control. You know, I, I can do the things that make me happy and I don't have to really answer to anybody. You know, I can, I can be thoughtful. I can be loving, but I don't have to be above and beyond for someone to know that I care for them and I'm there for them and that, you know, I'm a friend of theirs, okay? We're past those things. We transition from one to the other. The last part of that is understanding that hurting people is inevitable. Even if you went through all of that, all of the follow-through, all of that beginning process, the intro to the climax, there's still a resolution here. Oh my, oh my, sixth graders, seventh graders from middle school. You guys remember that? I remember learning about exposition and climax and resolution uh, in that in that grade. And uh, it always stuck with me. So there was that metaphor for today. <laughs> so there was, so now we're, we're kind of working with this part and I'm currently still trying to get my hands on it. But this is definitely something that I have to learn. Um, that, you know, because you're doing something for yourself, because you are choosing something for yourself, deciding something for yourself, um, giving something to yourself, that could be time, um, deciding to go see people, to deciding to wear this, deciding to take a moment, take a break, deciding to travel, like all these little all these, you know, decisions we have to make in our lives, we can make them confidently through what we want to do without really, without putting anybody else first. Now, you, if it's a moral decision, it's different, you know, like, I'm not going to drive this bus because it makes me happy, but also drive it in people. Like, no, I'm going to be aware of everybody. I'm going to make sure that what I am doing isn't hurting anybody in that kind of way, like intentionally hurting them. I'm going to make my decisions with the best intentions behind them. And if someone has a quarrel, that's okay. We can talk about that. Or there's something that they need to work in that they're projecting onto me. Like, whatever. You're going to hurt somebody. You're going to hurt people on the, in, in the journey of life. And that's okay as long as, you know, you can understand what happened. Like, I... Here's the follow-through part that's always been tough for me. When I hurt people, and I didn't mean to hurt people, I get stuck in this, like, idea where I'm like, oh, man, fuck, I'm just, 
I'm a terrible person, I'm a terrible friend, whoever, you know, I'm, I can, I'm, I'm not good at this, I'm terrible. Like, I just sit, sit, sit down and just, <sighs> I ripped myself a new one. Mm-hmm. But instead of, you know, it takes me a lot longer to get to the point where I'm like, okay, well, I know you feel like shit, but it happened. So what are we going to do about it? You know, should we talk to them? Should we, should we offer an olive brand? Should we understand what exactly happened? Can we, can we resolve this? Was there a miscommunication here? You know, can we move past this? And if we can't, then you know what? Okay. Speaking more into like the example of my parents, I'll give you, I'll give you a more concrete um, example. Uh, last year, so I started therapy uh, the end of January. So no, the beginning of January, sorry. The end of December, early January. Um, and right around March, which is coming, we're going to be coming to that year mark, um, I started understanding myself just just a little deeper and um, really picking apart a lot of the things that I've experienced and I'm experiencing. Um, and for the first time, I made a decision. I made a decision that I really wanted and I've always wanted, but I never did because of the repercussions of the fact that I might get yelled at. I don't know. That's another thing that I deal with a lot for some reason, um, that I wouldn't get the approval. I would be, I like, you know, um, I would be shunned. I don't know. Like I, you know, I wouldn't be the girl that everyone knew I was before this decision. Now it's going to alter their perspective of me. Um, and it was the first decision where I was just like, Hey, Hey, fuck that. (laughs) I'm going to do it. And if so, what if someone thinks something about it, that's, you know what? Hey, okay. That doesn't affect me. That won't affect me because I know what will affect me. And what it will affect me right now is this, this, this decision that I'm going to make and that I'm very proud of making and that I'm excited to make and that I am a hundred percent here to make. There is not a foot in the past. There's not a foot wondering about the future. Both feet are present and I'm making this decision with my whole body. Whole body, mind, and soul. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like the first time that actually happened to me. And what? It was as little as me getting my nose pierced. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but it was so such a monumental moment where I was like, oh my God, I did something. Even though it hurt like a bitch, I did something. I did something that I wanted to do regardless of what anyone thought. And even when I was afraid about like, I don't know, like the only person I really, you know, wonder or ask my, the opinion of is obviously my boyfriend. We've been, in, we've been together for so long. So, um, and I've, of course, our relationship has also grown and we've learned a lot from each other, especially this last year. Um, I've, we, it just, listen guys, therapy, that's all I got to say. Um, <laughs> I think he was attracted to the fact that I made this decision regardless, and I was happy with the outcome, and he didn't care. He was happy with the outcome, too. He liked it. He, you know, he was happy that I was happy. That's that's primarily what, what he was happy for. Before even talking about what he thought of it, he told me, you know, hey, 
I'm happy that you're happy. I'm happy that you like that. I'm happy that you did it. And also, I think you look hot. <laughs> you know, like, I'm like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Pumped me up, man. Yeah, he's, he's over the last year, he's been definitely my number one supporter, but I digress. And uh, so I, I, I was afraid of hurting my parents primarily because, you know, it's something that they've always poo-pooed on, anything that had to do with piercings or tattoos. And it always made the people who had them look like the enemy or that they were somehow bad people. When I started realizing growing up that that's very high poncho, <laughs> that's very false. You know, tattoos don't define a person, nor do piercings. So life changes and perspectives change. And, you know, we're allowed to think differently than our parents. We're allowed to do things differently than our parents and believe things differently, but still have. (laughs) Pancho, you knocked over my incense. (laughs) We're still allowed to do everything we're that we want to do it's okay to make decisions it's okay to put yourself first it's okay to do the things that you approve of but other people may not now as long as it's not intentionally hurt like I said intentionally hurting someone giving someone physical harm you know a malicious intent evil intent I'm talking about self-care, baby. I'm talking about if you don't feel like making a five-course dinner for your significant other, but you really want to take a bath and just de-stress, take that bath and de-stress. Your partner will understand if they're really, if they really support you, if they really love you, they will understand that you need that moment for yourself, that you would do it on any, any other given day that you're happy to help and you're happy to cook and you're happy to do these things that you normally do. But if you're deciding to do something different because you, you, you're reading yourself, you're listening to yourself, then more power to you, bitch. <laughs> so many noises in the background. So many noises. That's basically all I wanted to say today. I had this just urge to to talk about it um, because I definitely remembered this this bit today during meditation. So, <sighs> okay, that is it for me, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for existing. Thank you for listening. Um, I do have a little announcement before we get off. Uh, stay tuned. Um, I think uh, the next episode that is going to be out, I'm going to be joined finally with somebody. Um, I'm going to just be having an open discussion about a lot of different things. And um, <laughs> who, who, who do you ask? I'll tell you. Uh, we're going to be actually talking to one of my absolute favorite TikTokers out there. Um, when I first downloaded TikTok, um, I came across her videos and I was like, this, okay, yeah, this girl, I want to be friends with this girl. She has such just this vibe about her that I'm like, damn, I vibe with you over there. I want to hang out. You know, she is wonderful. She, her name is Nicole. She is the owner, creator, operator of Dope Kitchen, TikTok, and Instagram, and she is just a light, absolutely a a light, and was more than happy to give someone like me, you know, an opportunity 
to talk to her about a lot of stuff and or just to talk to her about her and her brand and what she's doing and you know where she came from and you know where did dope kitchen come from and you know talk about her and 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 of course we're going to talk about weed i'm so excited and food it's going to be a good time man it's going to be a good time so please stay tuned it is happening i'm so super excited that is the first of many sit downs i haven't thought of the name for the corner yet um um, but really it's, uh, the, the big thing is I just like the idea of talking deep and, um, so definitely something that has to do with that. It's just a, a corner of people that I fucking, I'm just amazed by, and I just want to sit down and talk to you. You know, that is basically what the corner entails, but how do I put that into two words? I don't know. Suggestions would be appreciated. All right. If you have a suggestion, Email it, processingtheprocess at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. I probably will think of something before that because let's think about time here. I don't know if I'm going to get a lot of uh, responses, <laughs> but that's okay. I'm just going to put it out there for anyone. Um, if uh, you know, Also, tell me something good. You know, Something great happened to you. Something wonderful is going on. Where you're at right now, what you're feeling today, what you're grateful for. Tell me something good. But that subject line is tell me something good and go ahead and just tell me something good. Um, and that's the same email. So that's it. That is it today. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, whatever day that is for you. I'm glad we processed some shit today. Bye.